Hey there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics, and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a non-profit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit bunnyshop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. Spelt with two P's and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly. Hi, where's all that blood coming from? And welcome to The Big Top. I am your host, Barney, and today I am joined by the rambunctious baby puppy, Neon Freak. Neon and I were chatting on Twitter for a while before meeting up at Capcom, and while I at first thought it'd be fun being daddy to this little runt, he ended up feeling more like a little bro. He is incredibly talented and creative, but the more we got talking, the more he proved to be so much more, and our conversation ended up largely being about the bravery and confidence that he's found as a kinkster. I would also love to hear from you, listeners. If you have a kinky story, no matter how fun, odd, bizarre, boring, long, short, dark, whatever. If there is something you would like to ask, or something you'd like me to read, please write to me. Even if it's not something you want shared, I still love hearing from you, and want to give you the opportunity to let yourself be heard. You can send any kink-related tale, or whatever, there are no rules, to thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. That's thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. You don't have to use your real name, and remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just write it down. As always, I would massively appreciate you taking the time to rate and review this podcast, as it'll really help to grow the reach and audience. Today, the circus is in Edinburgh, Texas, and I invite you to join me as we go under the big top. What's happened with your tire? Oh my god, dude. You have no idea the freaking amount of bullshit. What's happened? Uh, As somebody who lives in a country where, like, we don't drive, really, so I've never had... Well, I've never had a... I had a car for a few months, but as like a work car. I've never like owned my own car. So I've never had to deal with any of that stuff. That that to me sounds crazy stressful. Uh, let me get an extension cord really quick so you can have a light poked in me because it's not lighting up in my room. It, what? A, a light because the lighting in my room is not that good. I'm not recording your face. Oh. <laughs> I'm just recording the sound. Oh, well, tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just uh, it's just easier to have a conversation on camera. But um, I well, actually, technically, I am recording the video, but I don't do anything with it. Okay, I don't, I don't publish it because, like, I like I don't know. I mean, like, okay, listeners, let me know. Would you want <laughs> me to um, publish this somewhere? Like, it's not interesting to look at. It's just me with headphones on and like some foam glued to the wall behind me. I mean, you get to see our pretty faces. Yeah, but my face isn't that. I mean, you know, sometimes I catch myself in the in the little screen, and I'm like, Bleh! you know, oh, he's got his teddy bear. 
Yes, I always have. Look at he has a family. <gasps> oh, what are their names? Honestly, I've never named them before. They kind of just live in their best lives. Oh, they don't need names. Wait, do you have a stitch? Yeah, right here. <gasps> oh, Stitch is my favorite. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, little, little, little. Oh my god, Lilo and Stitch is my favorite Disney movie. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think they really lucked out with that one. I don't know what happened with that one, but whoever was working on that one, like that's honestly, I think one of the best. What do you mean lucked out? Lucked out. Yeah, it was great. Okay, hey, how are you? <laughs> But I am so over this week. So much shit has been just going on yeah, left and right. Yeah, you have been through it this week. What the fuck? People are stealing your pictures. People are stealing your money. People are stealing my pictures. People are stealing my money. I am getting stranded because there's a freaking screw in my damn shit. People are stealing your tires. People are they're not stealing my tires, but... Um... People are stealing your talent show crown. <laughs> Let's not cut nothing out. Let's be shady. I'm kidding. Let, let's just let's just let's just like let whatever happens happens on on this on this channel. And there are a lot of topics that I know you want to go over, and I want to go over, and everything. And let's just let everything ride through because you want to know what if I said it, I probably meant it. So, okay. Welcome, welcome to the big top. How are you today? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> terrible. What a fucking week you've had. Um, can we, I was like, how are you today? Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> can we not not today yeah i saw that people were stealing your pics which is how how are you feeling how is that for you because we can talk about how fucked up that behavior is but i mean to be very fair i feel very honored that apparently i am so important to this person's life that they went to the extent to go and find my twitter get my photos go to their facebook page where mind you I am a I am a Hispanic person. I am like I am Latino. All I gotta say is that these bitches are fully homophobic and racist in this entire chat. Nice. And um, they were just like they literally they literally took the photos of me and then another friend and then targeted me too. And they're just like the Melanie Martinez fandom be like. And I'm just over here thinking like, first of all, as a crybaby myself, <laughs> f off. Second of all, I'm like, bitch, no. I mean, to, to be fair, they kind of got you there. You're, they're not wrong. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I also quite like that they picked, I think they picked the people that they, because normally it's like they're doing it to catfish, right? But these people took the best photos and then were trying to like shame you on Facebook of all things, which is like, you just don't have anything better to do. They literally have a whole Facebook like chat about this shit. That is so lame. Also, like, obviously, because their idea of what is or isn't, you know, quote unquote, weird or acceptable is so small and narrow, then, you know, they feel threatened by anything or anyone who's different or just living their best life. But also like, fuck, that's sad, guys. That's real sad. Like, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, reported. But also like... <laughs> I mean, we got. I mean, we were able to get it like like reported off and deleted and everything. So thank God for that. Round of applause for everybody that helped me, and I'm really appreciative for that. But yeah, I don't understand. And you know what's so funny? This happens as soon as that one. Have you did you see that YouTube video about like the ABL yes. and everything? Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Of course, this would happen like right after that. And I'm just over here thinking and the article. Yeah, the comments. I watched that video. I read about it, and I'm just like, dude, this man is so undereducated and just, like, so self-selective in his information. It is ridiculous. I'm like, he has no idea what he's talking about. He has no has he has nothing to better do with his pathetic life. Like, dude, no. Well, the other thing is, it's like, just this stuff, 
We talk about people being uneducated and I'm like, that is on you. Like, like it is a Google search and, and that's it. And you're like, oh, okay. So I'm wrong about this preconception that I have. That's like, that really, really bothers me where it's like, you are willfully being like, nah, I think it's, I think it's something else. And I'm presented with the fact that it's not. And that doesn't change anything for me. And the part that pisses me off actually, cause you said that like everybody came together and they were amazing and they were. And every time I've ever needed people, this community has immediately like closed ranks around me and helped me out, whatever it was. However, I feel like we have to be like that. And that goes for like kinksters in general. We have to be like that because the world is like this. We all have experienced this. We've all learned that we have to like quickly come to each other's aid and look after each other. And we're so sensitive to this kind of danger. And I think it's just like, it pisses me off that people like this they'll never understand that that's what they're doing or that or what that's like Fuck them. the thing is is that um well it's it's not so much they will never ever understand is that they'll never want to try to understand yes yeah they'll never they'll never tr- they'll never try it because they just see they're just like first like what i see it as they come you know and it's just like dude there's so much more to that i'm like that is literally the wrong signal not just for the king community but for any kind of any kind of community that's outside of the normal heterosexual yeah alpha male point of view if it's outside and of whatever it makes ever makes them feel any kind of different it is like what is this you know where it's like no dude it is not like true no but they're used to everything being for them and so seeing other people enjoying different types of happiness not bothering anyone consenting adults doing things by themselves exploring pleasure with each other in different ways and it just also makes me it makes me think like how sad for you like what like what what enjoyment are you getting out of your life that you look at other people enjoying things and just because they're different things to you you're like like that that threatens you but 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 if it's for if they if it's their pleasure or if it's for this like toxic cesspool's pleasure it's completely okay yeah it's totally fine it's natural it's normal it's whatever and the other thing is i fucking bet how many of these people a have some weirder paraphilia or if they tried it would be totally into it because it's it's kinks you got one, it's really easy to get into other people's kinks. Yeah, it's really easy to fall into branched out categories or like the mixing of fetishes and kinks. It's really easy to fall, start falling into those and start liking them as well. Which I fucking love because I'm like, I love being corrupted. No, yeah, I love it too. I mean, to be very fair, I, I if it wasn't for ABDL, I probably would have not. It probably, like, if it wasn't for ABDL opening the doors to pup playing. Oh, same. For me. Same. Yeah, yeah, same. A lot of, so that's actually one fun fact about me is that a lot of people don't know is that pup play wasn't the first king for me. It was ABDL. Okay, so. ABDL was first and then pup play. Okay, how did kink happen for you? How did you enter the world of kink? Was it, like, as a kid, ABDL? Okay, so I actually found out some recent information that kind of, like, blew my mind, too. Uh, from my mom and um because whenever all this okay so as this shit went down this week i was just like i i kind of sat my mom and dad down i was just like i'm gonna like let you guys know like the fourth like the fourth and final puzzle piece to like who i am right now because i was just like you guys are gonna find out like one way or the other this week just now yeah (laughs) wow puppy i told uh my mom and dad about the abdl side they were very well aware of the pup play and my kink the pup play the leather the latex um my they're very well aware of my lifestyle i hide nothing from like anybody not just my mom and dad but from everybody so i was just like well might as well just add like my fourth and final my fourth and final puzzle piece to myself and i told my mom and dad well coming to find out they're just like oh we already knew (laughs) 
so I was like, oh, okay, so you made me tell me that this entire time I've been bullshitting this shit. You know, I was just like, I was like, I was like you mean this entire time I've been keeping a non-disclosed secret? <laughs> wait, I, uh, wait, 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 before I ask how they knew, I just want to quickly say, you brave boy, that is so inspiring. That is so fucking awesome. And I love that. And that that is so awesome of your parents to be so cool. And I wish more people were like that. That's so awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Um, I always, like, I mean, whenever I started getting into the fetish and kink world and everything, and I, I kind of came to a point, well, growing up, I came to, came to the point where I was just like, my family, like the, my rest of my family, I guess you say, my family, they're never going to accept me. They're not going to expect me unless I'm going to fit their image. So if they're going to, if they're going to hate me or if they're going to be dicks to me or they're going to say what they want to me, I might as well do what I want to do either way. I'm going to like, I'm going to piss them off like either way. So might as well, well, I might as well have fun with it. And um, so I started like being very out there. And I, of course, I got retaliation. And of course, I told them to go like suck it. <laughs> and if they had any issue with me, they can fully find me where I live. And they could fully come deal with me on their own. Just know that I am not like I'm going to fight back, which I can. And this is for the record. I have fully gone to like physical altercations with my family and I have fully won. So. Okay, well, just like arguments, there are no winners in physical altercations, but also, well, we should say, we should say, we don't, we don't promote violence here. But, but they kind of just like pushed me and shoved me and I kind of flipped them. the table. Yeah, well, you don't fucking push and shove people, especially your family. Like, fuck off. That, sorry, I'm, yeah, I grew up with a father who was uh, not great with that stuff. But I'm kind of also like really amazed at your resilience and confidence and knowing that who you are is okay like where does that come from because that is so that is a journey that like i'm still on that like a lot of people never quite get there growing up i was very much like left on alone a lot mm -hmm. or left on my left alone or left on my own constantly having to deal with like my own like inner my own issues my own problems by myself i was like bullied throughout my entire like elementary mm -hmm. my family would bully me like the like literally and my mom and dad um my mom said that my mom and dad like wouldn't defend me or there was times they just wouldn't defend me they would take like like obviously like my mom's other kids sides and certain shit mm -hmm. like that but it was always like at the end of the day i very much felt on my own so growing up i i guess it was a creation of like neon mm -hmm. that helped me with like become like more self-love and self-confidence on that side towards me and it was it was kind of like now to like now to this day growing up realizing it's because i never these people were so rude or vulgar or like whatever it may be to me like they were never good to me mm -hmm. so they never became a big part of my life so their opinions never mattered to me so growing up that's how i kind of viewed a lot of like everything like if you don't play an important role in my life why do your opinions why should your opinions matter to me yeah too fucking right there is something to be said of um my godfather actually he he said something very similar to me uh about you know the way that like he turned out versus how my father turned out and, and everything and just hearing you say that like there is something about being raised by wolves and you could have just become one of them and instead you've become this really caring wonderful person who's happy living their life and spreading that joy with the people that matter to them and being themselves because the other the other option the other way to you know you have to become so resilient sadly but like a lot of people do that by becoming you know a fucking asshole 
Yeah, I learned from a very, like, I mean, I can also learn from a very young age that I was like, I am not going to treat people the way these people treat me. I was like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I remember, I just, like, dude, I remember my family, like, ignoring me, pushing me, throwing me to the side, not, like, physically, but, like, mentally. Like, they wouldn't, they would call me annoying. They would, like, get away from me. I'm like, we don't want you here or leave us alone or everybody's, like, everybody's deal with me was like, get rid of me in a caring sense. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Like they never, they never fully got rid of me, but they got, they, they wanted me at a comfortable distance from everybody. Mm. And I did not like that. No, I mean, it was kind of just like, they accept, like accept me who I am and stuff like that, or not accept me at all. But um, again, like the develop of like neon being the person neon was the person that I wanted to be who Mm -hmm. I soon grew into the person that I am today. And now that I'm just where I'm at, I'm just kind of like, dude, I'm just gonna live my like best authentic Fuck life yeah. with my cards or with my cards on the table already for the world to see, so nobody can ever have like an so nobody can ever have an upper hand on me. Yeah, and also like be being the person you want to be for me anyway. That's such a huge road. I'm like, okay, this is you know this is what I'd like to be. This is who I want to be, and like working there is so much fucking work. But it's also that's how everyone should live is the way that they want to live. I also want to know because like okay in this situation you're you're a child and so you're having to deal with all these adult things like something as as you know i mean it's not minor but something you know as simple as being kept at arm's length being pushed away being you know sort of othered from those that you're meant to be a part of you know and like this biological family you're suddenly treated like you're not part of that and you saying that like neon is then the escape who is Neon to you and like when when did he come about? Um I so again like some information I found from my from found from my mom. Excuse me. Oh, you're allowed to burp on this podcast, by the way. That's a thing we've established. You can do it right into the mic, uh, just for me. Yeah, okay. that's totally fine. <laughs> but um honestly, I, I don't know. My life, my, me alive or me like become being creative stuff like that has been such a controversial thing through the moment I was conceived to the moment I was born till this freaking day from adopted from from being adopted from my grandma and step grandpa to finding out I could have like I was almost given up to the church to being seen as a replacement to like all this kind of crap um I think neon developed well, I think Neon's always been, like, inside of me. Or Neon Neon is me. Like, that's not, like, another person or, like, a, um alter ego I create. Neon has always just been me. Just, like, a different view that I have on myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, they're just, like, it's, like, it's, like, Neon, Little, Pup, they're all me. They're just, like, amplified versions of me. Was Neon your, because you got into Pup Play later on. Did you have the, mm-hmm. did you name Neon when you became a Pup? Or was that name already with you and... You knew it wanted you wanted it to be your pup name too. So neon for I mean for a while neon never had a name. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was like twelve. Oh, okay, so still early. I wasn't until I was yeah. I wasn't until I was twelve that I was established. Like I was given that name. Oh really? Yeah. It, neon it was a name that like I it's kind of like I kind of chose, but it was also kind of it was like chosen given. You know. Uh-huh. And um and at the time I didn't really like I didn't know the extent of even the word neon meant. I just liked it a lot. Like for. <laughs> oh oh my god okay i could only see the corner of that massive sign that says neon above your bed and it's gorgeous 
Like it's actually lovely. It lights up. That's very cool. I made that. You made that? Yeah. It's enormous. Yeah, so basically it's um just I painted it, my dad cut out the words for me, and then I put plexiglass in the back and there's lights in the inside, what? so it like lights up oh and it God. dances to like the lights dance to music and everything, but yeah. That is so fucking cool. Also, your dad sounds like he's fucking cool. My dad is the best. He is me and him are complete two completely different people, mm-hmm. but he is still very caring. He's very quiet, he's very timid into himself, mm-hmm. but he still cares a lot and it, he is a person that like I guess a lot of my loving and caring, like my loving and caring comes from him because like I'm not even, I'm not his in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. but he still like raised me and treated me like a, that I'm his and he still treats me to, like no matter what that I'm his and no matter what, he's always going to be my dad. That's beautiful. Well, this is the other thing. It's like we talk about found families a lot and how important they are because, uh, you know, most of the time, whether you're queer, kinky, whatever, you know, people get rejected by their bio families in one way or another. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like choosing to be someone's parent and actually being there for them. I feel like that takes so much more bravery and effort and time and love than it does to, you know, when two people get pregnant and then they just happen to have a kid, whether or not they actually thought about it first. I think love and bio, like biological side have no have nothing to do with each other. No, I think love and no care way. is just for the like person towards whatever the other person, may, whatever the relationship may be, you know? 100%. 100%. How did... Oh, my God. Neon. We, never, we didn't, like, finish that. We didn't yeah, even yeah, finish yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did Neon come about? Um. So, yeah, like, Neon, like, at first, he was the person that I wanted to be. So, like, whenever I was a kid, going through what I was going through, I remember just dreaming of being this person that was very witty, very snapback yeah. at people, wanting to stand up for myself. That... One that was really quick to, like, to just explode back at people. Like, it wasn't, like, sit there and take it yeah. that I would always yeah. do. I sit there and just deal with everything that um, I have to deal with. But it was more like come back with like, it's just like, oh, you want to say this shit to me? Oh, I got something for you, you know? Yeah. And he was like this very like this very fiery, flamey, like fight back person, like feisty as hell, Mm. fun, energetic, fun. And that's the person I wanted. That's the person I wanted to be. So I wanted so I develop into that. So now we have Logan, which is my actual name or like my my normal side, my quote unquote normal side, even though it's still me. So it's Logan, Neon, and then it's our subsites, which is Neon subsite is the pup version of me, and mm-hmm. Logan subsite is the little version. Uh, okay. Wait, where did the name Neon actually come from? Who gave you that? Oh, Neon. Um, so growing up, um, colors meant a lot to me. Um, throughout my first um, years, red, like red, red and red orange were my favorite color. Like you asked my parents, anybody, it was my that was my favorite color. And then there was a point, I don't remember when specifically, but um, I discovered what neon, like UV, uh, like fluorescent colors were. And I just fell in love. It was something about the way they looked, the colors, the way they glowed. It made me feel so good. Like I could not stop like looking at them because of how pretty they were and like just the way they make me feel. So I started painting my room neon colors. I started wearing neon colors. I dyed my hair neon colors. And people, when they didn't know my name, they would start calling me the neon kid. They're like, oh, well, that neon kid over there, you know? Wow. So there was that. But, but, but the truth, the day, the day that like, it was like, this is it. Um, it was me and my cousin. We were in my room and we were painting some more. Because I, I love, I love painting. I loved painting. So we were painting my walls with more neon colors. We were putting our names everywhere and everything. And she goes, Logan, you know what? And I'm just like, what? She's like, dude, you're such a neon freak. Like, look at all this. And I was painting and I stopped. And I was just like, I like the way that sounds a lot. 
and I was just like, okay. And at the time, I was making, I was starting to become like, starting to make my Instagram, and I was like, my Twitter, my Instagram, my, not my Twitter, my Instagram, my Snapchat. I was starting to make my like social medias and everything. And at the time, I used my real name, and my mom did not like that, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna use Neon Freak. So for a while, my name was Neon Freak 2015 on everything. <laughs> 2015 that's such a cool damn that is so cool yeah and then there was a point in time where um i was kind of like in like uh, like i was kind of just like i was like kind of like god like can you give me a sign to that this is meant to be my name and if we go on if we get scientific and we go on the periodic table <laughs> well neon is an element uh-huh. that glows a red and orange color so my original favorite yeah. color that's very known for this UV bright, like these very bright and bold signs that people use a lot, which is what I love today. Uh-huh. And to top it all off, its number, like its elemental number is 10. Yes. And my birthday is the 10th. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, that's good enough for me, you know? That's amazing. That's like such a brilliant little like, dude, you're going to inspire so many fucking people. I mean, I hope so. Yeah, man. Like, you're kind of like the, you have the, the, it's, I think it's the same thing. It's like everything I wanted as a kid that I didn't have. I wanted the confidence. I wanted the wittiness. I wanted to have that comeback to stand up for myself when people were shitty to me. I wanted to like live how I wanted to live and be like my colorful self. And I think a lot of people in their own ways can relate to that kind of feeling. And you've kind of, done it in such a wonderful and successful way and i really like that you've now got your parents behind you okay by the way how did they know that you were an abdl before you did um well they didn't know what it meant abdl they they've they said they would they've always known that i like diapers for like they've said that and i was just like and i was kind of just there like <laughs> it was like <laughs> what and apparently, growing up, I had always told them that I liked them, and they would just buy them for me. What? As like a little kid? Yeah, like it was, and they said it wasn't until like you were like they were. They literally said it wasn't. They were like you, around twelve or thirteen. You just stopped, and then we just didn't bother with it anymore. And it was around twelve and thirteen where I got really secretive about yeah, it. Sh- no shit. Like that's when stuff starts to. Oh my god, that is fucking funny. And I was just there, like. <laughs> And, I love the way that you know, they're just like, yeah, we've always known you were. <laughs> and I was just like, they were like, oh yeah, we've always known you like diapers. I'm just like, uh, I was oh, like, okay. uh. and this is still fresh. This is like, how many days ago you <laughs> told them this? This was two days ago. <laughs> we are getting the hot off the press. No, and then uh, the scoop. I was telling my mom about like the photos that were on Facebook, and she's like, "Well, let me see them." So I showed them to her, and she's like, "I like the puppy." And I'm just like, <laughs> "She's talking about she's talking about the um, peekaboos." Oh, no, really? And she and then she, and then I showed her the little kings, and she was just like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "When you were a kid, we would get you diapers like this. When you were a baby, and they would have like a little lion on them." And I was just like, "Oh, I have like a whole outfit like that's like lions." And she's like, "Really?" And then, um, yeah, dude, you're gonna make me cry. I want to meet your parents. And my mom and dad were just like, "Oh yeah, we knew." And I'm just like, literally, this is this was their thought process, which I've always have said this to a lot of people. I'm just like, I don't think. And like Mark again, like I mean, obviously everybody goes through their own shit. I was like, I feel like me if I were a parent, would I rather have my kids be into drugs or diapers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my mom and dad were just like, "Well, you're not into drugs. You work <laughs> jobs. You just bought your first car. 
you're doing everything good. Like, why, why is this an yeah. issue? <laughs> well, right. I mean, like, as a parent, those are the priorities, right? It's like, you're enjoying life. You're doing well. We've raised you to be able to do stuff. Great. Cool. <laughs> well, you're not addicted to drugs. You're just addicted to diapers. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's my drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look at them all, so you mean to tell me that I could have been, like, making my ABDO closet this entire time? They're just like, yeah. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Well, I know what my next project is going to be. Do you know what? I feel this way as well. Like my, my mom and I don't, we haven't spoken about this stuff so much. Like I told her what I do and she was kind of like, you know, she wants to be supportive and everything and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, look, I'm going to answer questions, but you're, you're, you're not going to want to listen to the podcast because I talk about my sex life. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm also kind of like... She wants to make an effort and maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'm really, I think that's so cool and so inspiring. Because she saw my puphood and was like, is that a dog? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, cool. You know what's funny? I was like, so like the moment I found out I like pup play, I, I was very open about it. And people were just like, how can you tell your family like that's so easy? I'm just like, that's not the kink that I'm into that I'm scared about. <laughs> uh, hey, you're talking to the guy who fucks clowns. Like that, like. Uh, like seriously okay so i got into abdl quite uh late and so i still kind of feel like i'm an imposter in the cool kid crowd you know like i because when i first got into abdl i was like oh my god i'm into something normal because that to me was like i know what that is who's heard of a clown kink like abdl that's like a normal like this to me was a recognized kink and not some strange niche thing that was my perspective so, like, all I wanted to do was fuck circus clowns. So this was definitely, like, more normal to me. And then, like, pup play, I couldn't believe when it finally happened for me. Like, as a kid, I thought that was the cool kink. I never would have been embarrassed about that. So my vanilla friends know all about the pup stuff. And ABDL, like, I would tell them. But, yeah, like, it's funny how most people would be mortified about the ABDL. But then loads of people are mortified about the pup. I mean, whatever it is that's your thing is the thing that is so personal and like is the thing that you feel the most protective over. Yeah. And I think, and also um, as a person, like me being like pup play and ABDL, I didn't make it, when I told people about it, I didn't make it sound like a like big deal or scary. Right, right. So my, to- like, my, like, and this is just for everybody out there. If you're going to tell somebody about it, just say it in a very like, oh, this is no big deal. And then people are going to react to it in a no big deal. Mm. And if they don't want to hear about it or talk, or they if they don't want to hear about it, just drop it there and just leave it where it's at, and nobody's gonna worry about it. Like at least you got them. Yep. At least you got to tell the person so they know, so they don't find out abruptly. Totally. You know. And I think as well, like it's it's none of their business. But what you're saying is, this is a part of me that I'm not gonna hide from you. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not so much not gonna hide from you, but I'm not gonna hide it for your convenience. Right. Right. I'm not gonna hide it. For, for, yeah. Exactly. For your convenience. And if you want to know, we can totally talk about it. But it's also not your business. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? And it's just like. Like, yeah, if you want to know, I'll tell you. If you don't want to know. Yeah, totally fine. fine. Like, I don't, I don't want to know about, you know, everything you get up to. My friend, um, Cassie, uh, friend of the pod, little Cassie, pop Cassie. The way he puts it is, like I said, like he was the one who said to me, I'll always answer questions, but I'm not going to bring it up. So he says with his family, it's like, you want to know, I will tell you, but okay, if you want to know, but it's like, I'm not going to bring it up because why would you? That's kind of weird. But I love that, that openness, that being like, yeah, actually this is just, because we're just not shown, we're just not told. And that's why I think it's so cool that you 
came to that conclusion kind of early on that you were like, well, this is who I am and I'm not going to be ashamed about it or hide it because yeah, that's how we should all be. That's how we should be shown we can be. And then we don't grow up with, you know, hiding these things until we get to the point in our lives where we, you know, can't do that anymore. You, if, you, if you do that, you're going to get to a point in your life where you're just going to be like sad, upset, yep. wish you told somebody, yep. and it's going to be like this whole downward spiral. It's like, hey, yeah, it's like yep. anybody that's whoever I am. Yeah, this is like, I'm, I'm not going to, I am too young to be dealing with this shit. I'm just like, I'm going to like, I'm going to live my life the way I want to live. I am in my 20s, you know, like I'm going to live my 20s as wild and free as I want to live it. I have my 30s to get my shit together, yeah. even though I, not that I don't have my shit together right now, but. Yeah. yeah, like I'm just gonna live my life, my authentic, my authentic, my authentic self, <laughs> my orthodontic life, um, my orthodontic. That's fucking awesome. That's really, really awesome. I also really love. I haven't done. I haven't really actually discussed telling people. I haven't really discussed like sexuality or coming out so much as you know we talk about kink here because that that's the thing for me that like is interesting, but is also that that's what I care about in my own head. And I never really did the whole coming out thing. So, but yeah, that's really, really, really cool. I love the idea that your parents are like, <laughs> you could have been doing drugs, but you're doing diapers. So, <laughs> yeah. And even at that, they're just, they're kind of just like, Logan, with you, we, we, there's nothing that, they, like, they're literally just like, they're like, honestly, with you, nothing shocks us at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. I think as well, like, do drugs and alcohol are, I guess, as parents, probably the things you're most afraid of or any kind of addiction, I guess, like gambling or anything, like anything that's going to be how you cope with stuff and that then completely runs your life. So I love that they're like <laughs> perversion and fetish. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, like they, they obviously ask me questions. And I answer them and they're just like, oh, okay. And then that was it. Like, and then we haven't talked about it since. So I'm just like, okay, well, they know. Cool. Yeah, they know. And if they like, are, you know, curious about something, they know that they can bring it up and say, hey, we just, um, we're curious about this. And then you answer, you know, and now it's, it's, it's just that you're not keeping something from them. And that's the difference. It's not like you're bringing it up. Okay. I want to talk about Capcom because I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I heard y'all's podcast. <laughs> I read the comments. Okay. 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 Um, I was, I think you were one of the people I was the most excited to meet because we've been talking for a while and I was like, he's super cool. Love his energy. Want to clown him. Awesome. And then I didn't actually know that you were going. So I was like, okay, this is going to be super, super, super fun. Loads of people that I want to see. And then as kind of was everything with Capcom, my expectation versus reality Oh, that's us as clowns. Oh my god, you're so fucking adorable. I want to post. Oh, um, besides that, I my mom asked me about the clown stuff. <laughs> <sighs> okay, all right, all right. We're gonna segue into this conversation quickly because I want to know exactly what, what what was asked, how, why, when, and I want to know what was said. She was just like, "Why are you a clown? And why were you a donkey?" And I'm just like, "Oh, they're into that." You, you showed them the pics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I showed them, I told them, and they were just like, oh, why are you a clown? And I was just like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're, I was like, you know how like I'm into the pub play? And they're just like, yeah. I'm like, okay, he's into clown in the same way. And he's into like donkey in the same way. And they're like, oh, okay. 
like and then they were just like and my mom was just like you look so cute with the ears on oh okay you do also i the donkey okay so the person we're talking about obviously has uh been on the podcast donkey dope and i also we <laughs> briefly talked about um <laughs> muscle bard and i was like why are we not saying his name he was on this podcast but uh i didn't get to donk out at cap because we were gonna and just like the timing didn't work and and whatever and and yeah like i that was sad but also fine because it was like he was saying to me like i don't want you to be sad if this you know if we can't make it work and i was like it's totally fine we're all running around trying to like do a thousand things at once and but you and i got to try on the ears when we were in his room and that was enough for me to get like oh wait actually can you send me those pics i don't have those pics of us in the ears because my phone was do you have telegram no, and I'm being bullied into getting it. Yo, I'm gonna I, get it. Yo, I hate that I'm the bitch that asked for Telegram now, dude. I hate Telegram. Really? It's because on Twitter I can't send multiple freaking photos. And oh I hate yeah, it. that's super annoying. Yeah, that is super annoying. Um, um, wait, I'll just give you my number quickly, and you can just WhatsApp them to me. Ate. Oh, I don't think I have all the clown pictures either. Oh, and I want to post the clown pictures. Oh. Anyway, no, 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 that's not important. Yeah, Capcom expectation versus reality. Like everything was just totally different. I went in with no. And it was nothing but reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, you so you ended up with another daddy. Yeah, Daddy Pete. Yeah, because I because him and him and I clowned around, and then you guys. I saw that you guys were getting along, and I was like, "He's so much fun." Yeah, I didn't expect anything to happen, and I ended up like becoming a really good Me friend too. and stuff like that. I was like, "Okay, yeah." Like I, because he came up to me and was like, "Oh, hey." um, I know you from Twitter, I like your stuff. We haven't spoken. And I was like, okay, cool. And we would, we just got chatting. And then later on, he messaged me and was like, hey, what you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just getting changed. He's like, cool, 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 cool. So I definitely have a clown thing. Um, and I was just wondering if you're in your room. <laughs> I, could go, I was like, yes. <laughs> Wait, he actually just texted me today. He was like, I just got my nose in. I know. He sent me that and I'm going to. Uh, be a bit disgusting now i i masturbated to that <laughs> as you should <laughs> oh he's gonna hear this anyway my expectation like again i came into it being like i don't want to have any expectations and then i kept getting disappointed and i was like oh clearly i had expectations of like what i thought this was gonna be and when i just kind of let go and went with the flow i had so much more fun but like yeah all the people that i thought things were gonna be one way with obviously you get in a room together and i'm like oh actually Maybe it's not that way, but maybe it's this way. There were loads of people who I thought like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be baby. And I got there and I was like, oh, you're the baby. Because it, it kind of takes the daddiest daddy to baby me. You know what I mean? I went in. Well, I went in with no expectations. Um, but like when I was meeting friends and meet, like meeting people I've talked to on the internet, it was so funny because like it wasn't funny. But like, I, I guess I the expectation to not having expectations was succeeding. You know, like I went in with no, my, right. I expected to have no I didn't and I was like yep this makes sense everything was like kind of falling because like some people I completely got along with some people were just like we just it just didn't click which is fine yeah I mean that's people and, uh, oh and to the bitch that called me basic f you wait someone called you basic <laughs> yes somebody looked at me and it was just like oh you dls are so basic and I'm just like bitch I was just like hold on I was like do you have twitter and he's just they're just like yeah I'm gonna go look at my twitter and then readjust your assessment thank you also I'm pretty sure I know who that is 
It was Rexy, right? I don't rem- I don't know who the person was, and I don't give a shit who the bitch was. <laughs> totally All I know is that the <laughs> basic, and, and I looked at his, I looked at their basic bitch ass, and I was just like, no. I'm gonna try and get him on. I, I clowned him. As- okay, so a lot of like surprise clownings happened that I wasn't expecting because everyone who wanted to do it told me they wanted to do it, and I was like trying to make time for the people who wanted to do it, and then like that just happened. Okay, you said you had some drama for me, and I want to know. Oh no, wait, wait. You, you said you you listened to me and Newsy bitching about. Um... Ah, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. y'all are some shady ass bitches. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm so stupid. I never went together. I am. I am such a dumb. I am. I Jane. am like. I am the corner of dumb and bitch. And I was just like. I never would have put those two together. What do you mean? Yeah, I would have never put like the whole thing that happened the day before the talent show and like the talent show, and then like I was like, I never, I would, <laughs> oh my, never thought theory. of. That. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I, I, I. I'm gonna be honest. I also didn't. It was in the moment on the spot. I was like, oh, what if that was the reason why? And I just said it. <laughs> I was like, that is so shady, but that is so like that is so on T for my like, cr- like like my entire career in life. I don't think so. I honestly no, I don't. don't. Think I don't so, think but it's so better. fun to imagine. I was like, I don't think. I really doubt that that happened. But I was just there, like, okay, look, I'm gonna sound very conceited when I say this. Speak on. I I wanted to be. I was like, bitch, why wasn't I top six? <laughs> yeah, that was surprising. Because if you didn't win, that would have like been fine. It's just you know, it was a top six. And like, I wouldn't get shit about winning. I was just like, damn, bitch. I was just like, I could have like, I think I. I was like, I think. I mean, everybody spoke on it, and everybody kind of said it. So I was just like, <laughs> I, I was like, really? Could I at least? I was like, could I at least be like seventh place? Okay, I'm. I. I don't want to like show your ass, but <laughs> I loved how you because you were you were totally graceful about it and you made a really good post um that was really really nice and really uplifting and you know for everyone who was in it and it was so much fun it was such a great event and everything and then we hung out later and it was while we were upstairs and (laughs) while I was doing your makeup and you were like okay now that we're behind closed doors I just need to get this out (laughs) he was loving it (laughs) you're like I don't want to talk about this, you know, like, I just want to quickly get it out now. Why the fuck was I in top six? And we were all like, yeah, I mean, I agree, but it was so funny. I loved it. Because this is the seventh, this is the seventh, this is the sixth talent show deal thingy, whatever, in my career where I got either, where I didn't, like, even make, I didn't make, like, top five. Wait, really? This is the seventh time where, like, I'll be like, okay, well, I obviously didn't do well. And then I get off and somebody on the judge panel or somebody, like, in the event people put shit together just like why weren't you tops like why weren't you um, like why weren't you top like five six whatever or three top three whatever it may be and i'm just like i don't know bitch you tell me because some people on the panel said that to you afterwards right yes i'm not gonna say who but like there was like there was a couple of people on the panel who told me they're just like why weren't you top like six and i'm just like girl i don't know <laughs> is this the shady episode do you know what actually do you know what's great about this is i live in a completely different country I can be as shady as I want. I don't know these people. And I'm just Whereas like, girl, actually I don't freaking live... know. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter, but also that is weird. But also maybe that just means that this is your success story. Look, honestly, honestly, and this is, this is, honestly, this is for the record too. I am just so happy that I was able to do what I love for the people that I love. Oh my God, it was so much fun. It was so much fun because I hadn't seen you perform live and I was like and also because we had hung out a little bit by them but not 
loads. And so I was still kind of like, you know, that thing where you meet people that you've only spoken to online and it's still kind of like just cool to see them in person. I was kind of watching you like, oh. <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah, you go. I don't know. Like, like, yeah, a, no. like a dad. I was, yeah, it was so, it was so much fun. It was so good. Also that was a talented bunch of people. I, I have to say, I don't know if we talked about this, but I loved uh, the guy who won uh, Finns. I loved that. I thought that was brilliant. Oh yeah, dude, no, that like his entire talent that was amazing. I like, think okay. that could have been so I, rubbish, but he was so sharp and funny and made it really like fun. It was great. Wait a minute, Finn, wait, which one was Finn again? He was the one who did the Daft Punk song with the tube in his mouth. Okay. Yeah. That okay. Then yeah, we're thinking. I was like, we're thinking the same person. I don't. I was just like, dude, I loved it. I was just like. At first, I was like, "Oh no!" Like he's like getting like a little nervous, but then he really like pulled through at the end. I was yeah. like, "Bitch, you better work." I was, I low key wanted to scream. I was like, "Bitch, play that shit again. Let's okay. dance." <laughs> Here's the thing. I so uh, another Tim Fall hat time. What if he was faking it the the beginning? Because basically, he fucked up a little bit in the beginning and then started again, and it was amazing. But he wasn't like nervous. He did that brilliant showmanship thing of he made a joke about it with the audience. He was totally confident you know he did the like a um he was the guy who did the mic check joke you know he's like anyone here called michael that concludes our mic check you know just like little things that like put the audience at ease and then i think whether he was nervous or not i think he fumbled it on purpose because then we're all cheering for him when he does succeed do you know what i mean that's how you milk a win and maybe that's what's happening now for you you've had these talent shows where you've been overlooked you're the katia comes time you know you're the trixie mattel Oh, bitch, that would be sickening. <laughs> uh, all I gotta say, if that, if I was gonna say, Finn, if you're listening to this, and that's that, if that's what you did, work. Yeah. Also, like Finn, if you are listening to this, which I hope you are, but I'm sure you're not, because like you're definitely a bit too cool for this podcast. Who are you, and where are you? And I need to find your socials. Nobody's too cool for this podcast. <laughs> no, well, that's true. I mean, uh, you're on it. Mm. Um, <laughs> if yeah. anybody says otherwise, I. I will fight. <laughs> cool. That would actually be really helpful. I've got a list of people that you could fight for me. <laughs> if I could just forward okay, that to bet. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We're like slowly getting to the that time where we need to wrap up. But I want to know, on the whole, your Capcom experience, what was the main takeaway for you? Like the biggest thing that you had no idea also like well done for not having expectations because i tried not to and clearly i fucking failed at that but um what was like what was the overall impression you got because it was your first one as well yeah um it was my first ever con event my first ever con too and i i don't know i guess going in with no expectations really helped set up it's really helped me set up and be ready for the next time you definitely coming again Oh, bitch! Yeah, and uh, well, <laughs> you've got a rumor has to play it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. I there is a chance. This is not confirmed. This is like very far from confirmation. But there is a chance that I might be hosting my own show at Capcom. Oh, fun! Yay! Like they'll actually be paying you. I have no idea on that. And honestly, if they didn't pay me, I wouldn't be mad either. Um, I would just like, as long as they gave me like the, you could direct and do this shit, I'm down. You know, like, honestly, at the end of the day, if I could, again, if I could just do what I do best. What kind of show? What kind of show? Like, if, I would do like a male and like a male and drag show for Capcom. Okay. Would you do the cabaret? Like a male drag, a male drag, sh- like a male, like a male, like male performers, female performers, drag, or, or just like an all across the board, be yeah. it like a uh, performer show and everything. Look, honestly, if I could 
perform and do like a whole show and then have a dance off with you people again, like what uh, I did in like yeah. the the rotunda room every month. I'm gonna do it, yeah, you yeah. know. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. If Capcom decides to say yes, you know, and like help me out with some way or the other, that'd be highly appreciated. But yeah. do you think it'll be in that hotel again? Yeah. No. Um. Apparently, Capcom has been in that hotel like that, that, like that's their like the hotel they they choose. Ugh. Do I like the area? Not at no, all. But no, I do not. <laughs> I don't like. Oh, there is a really nice Italian. There's a really nice Italian. There's a really nice Italian um, down the street. There's a (laughs) guys. There's a really nice Italian there. Just uh, just a singular Italian. (laughs) Just one. There's one Italian man. There's a there's a there's a really nice Italian there. If you cross his palm with silver, he'll tell you a story. I don't know any Italian references, so yes. Arrivederci, buongiorno. Very nice to meet you too. All. Ideas. I'm gonna get cancelled by the Italians. But um, out of Capcom, yeah, I mean, it was my first con. I, I, I think honestly, still, like, I don't know how I did it, but I went with no expectations. I kind of just went with the flow the entire time. Yeah, going with the flow. That's. The I will say this, and I think everybody can relate to this. It is. It was extremely overwhelming. Yeah, super overwhelming. That was what I said. Was and that's coming from a person that can perform in front of like a lot of people. I was, I was overwhelmed. Yeah. I took nap yes. every day. Yeah. Did you go in the sensory room? I was taking naps in that damn room every day. (laughs) So that was like, I'm so glad they put that there. I didn't realize how badly I needed that shit. Yeah, super, super overwhelming. I think um, because Acorn was saying he like felt so overwhelmed at first and he was thinking about leaving and stuff. And then he ended up having a really great time. But I I was like, dude, yeah, you needed. I mean, we all needed to take time. I, I really made that mistake of trying to be everywhere all at once and trying to be like, where's the fun? Where's the fun? And like, no, you, you got to take naps. Okay. Pew. Did you do your homework? Do you have a yay for me? Do you have a yay for the day? I forgot about that you shit. <laughs> I remind I was, you. I have been like on it left and right. A yay for the day. Uh, well, now you're on the spot. Uh, you slay a day. Away. I don't know. <laughs> a slay a day keeps the cunt away? The slay, a slay a day keeps the cunts away. I don't know. Hey, I mean, I don't know what that means, but it sounds oh, okay. Here, here's, here's something I can give off to everybody to say. I think everybody, you should... Okay, how about this? Oh, here we go. This is something that like I want to tell oh, everybody. Okay, even though I am neon, we huh? Every even though I am neon, we all have a little neon inside of us, just like we all have just like a different name for that person. That person is a person you want to be and who you're gonna who you're gonna strive to be, and you need to just feed and com- cons- constantly keep attacking and getting to that goal. Once you reach once you reach that goal, or once you're once you either a reach it or b you're on that road to constantly getting it, you are going to just power through life. Fuck yeah. Every time something negative will come your way, you're just going to look at it and be like, well, I'm neon. So, oh, like, are you this? Are you that? Are you that? I'm just neon. I just live my life as neon. That's all you got to say. Dude, people are going to, you need to brand that. <laughs> what would neon do? <laughs> Seriously. What would, what, w, uh, WND, what would neon do? Seriously, you're going to be like so inspiring to so many people because. Like you're inspiring to me. That's super fucking cool. And actually, I didn't know that about and, you. And everybody, you guys, we all have one life. We literally, this oh, is yeah. our only life. Live it as happy as you want to yeah, be. Man. Like it's gonna, it's gonna be a struggle. Yes. Am I extreme? Am I? Am I a person who is extremely um self con like self conscious and um very not self conscious but very um insecure? 
hell yeah, I'm very insecure. Don't ever think that, don't ever think any of you bitches think that I'm not insecure. I'm probably one of the most insecure people I've ever met. The thing is, is that I accept that I'm insecure yeah. and I accept that I work on it. Yeah. And that is very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're an insecure person, accept that, accept that you're insecure, accept that these are, this is just part of life. This is not, probably not going to change and just go forward. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Also, if you really want it to change, you start by accepting it and then being like, oh, it's okay. I don't need to be insecure about my insecurity. And that's how it starts. Like, there you go. There you go. That, that's even better. Don't be insecure about your insecurities, bitch. Put it out yeah. there for the world to see and be like, look at me. And then look at me into the next. Look at me who I am today. And then let's see who I am tomorrow and just see me evolve. You're such a wise pup. I didn't know this about you. I was like, he's this doofy, cute little goober. Oh my God, by the way, those birthday pictures. Are we allowed to talk about that? I can't wait for you to post those. Okay, we won't talk about it. 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 Got to keep them wanting more. Yeah, that's so cool. You came up with that on the spot. Like, smart puppy. Okay. Um, first of all, thanks for today because um, this week has been... Thank you for having me. Yeah, duh. This week's been especially hard for me because um, I don't know how long I have left with um, my cat now. And yeah, that's super depressing. And we don't know what's going on there. But um, yeah, thanks for being awesome because it's been really nice to laugh today. Um, I do have a yay for today and it's going to be super fucking random, but I was just thinking about it because I was talking to someone who reminded me. My yay for the day is going to be Ouchie the Clown. <laughs> do you know Ouchie the Clown? No. Okay. Maybe. Perhaps. Google Ouchie the Clown when we're done with this. He okay. is like one of the OG, I want to say clown kinksters, but not really. Like he was part of the clown porn posse like back in the day. And he did some stuff, but his main yeah. thing is like um, impact play. And you can like hire him to whip you and shit like that. And he like dresses as a clown and he's like a bondage clown. He's fucking awesome. Y'all can hire, y'all can hire me to whip you at... <laughs> You can actually also hire me to whip you. I'm just not very good at it. But I will yeah. tell jokes. I do not. Oh, really? But I will. I, but I'm good at inflicting it. Yeah, but you have to take oh, yeah. it in order uh, to know how much it. Anyway, my point was, I don't know. Like, he's cool. He was one of, like, the earlier guys that I saw doing, like, clowning in porn and kink and stuff like that. So I was like, wow, that's a cool person. Um, He's vanished from the internet. And... I don't know where to find him. I don't like, I don't know. He's just gone. And like, it used to be that he was easy to find and he had a website and you could hire him and stuff, but he's vanished. Maybe he's going to, maybe he's going to come back with a bang. Yeah. I fucking hope so. Honk. Honk, honk. He's like, yeah, he's cool. And honk. If anybody knows where or how to find him, he has like a Twitter, but it's, it's just actually the clown and it's not active. He's, he hasn't used it in years. So like my yay is him. Cause he's a huge inspiration to me. I don't want to fucking meet him one day, but like, where is he? Can we find him collectively? Hive mind. Thank you. Um, but anyway, Neon, thank you so much for doing this with me today. This has been super fucking awesome. Um, where can people find you online, by the way? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter. The, my, I guess you could say normal vanilla stuff would be at Neon Freak. It's going to be spelled N-E-O-N-F-R-K. F-R-K, like, um, F-R-K is very like branded to me. <laughs> If you want to see my kink Twitter and all my fetish and uh, freaky, dirty, down and doggy stuff, uh, it's going to be purebred neon, uh, capital, well, usually capital P, P U R E B R E D, 
N-E-O-N. Neon, neon, through and through, but yeah. Fuck yeah, cool. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at T Stota. We're giving up on the Instagram for the moment because those fuckers won't give me my account back. Anyway, that's all for this week. Thank you so, so much for chatting with me. And join us next week as we go under the big top. Hell yeah. Woo! guys barney here i just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings the big top to life zencaster i use zencaster for all my recordings and since taking over the big top fully i have actually tried other systems but i ended up sticking with zencaster it's so easy to use you don't have to download anything just log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away it records studio quality sound and up to 4k video with guests along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use, and their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.